Beauty. All right. Today's daf is daf vav. Day six. We are up to Mesvei, the second line from the top of the Amr. All right. So here we go. So we had a machlekas tinabai and rava, which we tried to connect to a machlekas tanoim. Let's give a quick recap what the machlekas is. Abai and rava have a machlekas whether yadayim she'eno mechichais havan yadayim or loy havi yadayim. All right. And they argue this in general as far as hilchas nidarim are concerned. Okay. So the Gemara. Uh, so we wanted to connect the Machlekas in Abai and Rava by Nidarim, whether Yadai Machlekas have Yadaim, which is what Abai holds, or Loi have Yadaim like Rava, to a Machlekas Tanayim by Get. Remember, we had Machlekas between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yehuda. If a person just writes in the Get, Hareyat Mutaras Likol Adam, without writing, without <laughs> continuing to. Uh, without uh, continuing to write, and it's this piece of parchment that's creating, and ultimately we, we walked away saying, and it's important to remember for the bottom of Ahmad Aleph, we walked away saying the two Machleksen are different, and Rava does not necessarily need to hold like the Rabbanon, Rava can even hold like Rabbi Yehuda, and Abai doesn't only have to hold like Rabbi Yehuda, he can even hold like the Rabbanon, alright? So that's where we leave off, and let's get going. Mesve, that's a challenging question on Abaye. Again, Abaye holds... That yodayim she'enon moichichais havon yodayim. It's a valid, right? If, if you didn't, even if it's not so clear, it is, uh, we do have yodayim over here. So here we go. Says the Gemara to challenge this. Mesve, they ask the challenging question. Harehu <coughs> somebody says, Harehu, behold this, or really behold it, a lie is on me. And that's it. That's all he says. Behold, it is on me. Or, hareze a lie. Behold, this, a lie, behold, this is on me. Okay. The halacha is usr. This thing is forbidden for him to benefit from. Did he say it's forbidden to benefit? No, he just said, hareze a lie. Hare who a lie. Why is it forbidden? I'll tell you why. Mepnei shehu yad lekarbon. Generally, this is a similar type of expression that people use to make something into a carbon, give something holiness. And since this is a partial statement, turning something hectish, turning something into a carbon, so too, yeah, so this is how you makdish something. So this is also how you forbid someone. I make something hectish, comes forbidden to me. It's the lashon. Right, you're starting the lashon. Now, as I was, as you know, it's, Always bring sports analogies. I don't know why. Sometimes I'm just you're learning Gemara. I was preparing today. I was like, "This is mamish like a check swing," and you look at the re- you look at the umpire and you're like, "No, did he go where he didn't go? <laughs> you know, did he come around or not?" I was like, "This is how I was trying to like put into my mind like, what's the Varden Yad? Like, did he swing or he didn't swing? Like with with these with the he didn't go full swing, but he did the okay. So I raise the line. Oh, sir, time with Omar Lai. The reason why he said is Harayza Olai, Haray Hu Olai. Let's say a person just says harehu or hareze loy. It's not going to be usher. Now, this is still a yad. We're going to call this a check swing. We're going to call this a swing. A lot. It refers to like harez. Right? Yeah. Hareze is just. But hareze, right? We're saying it's not going to be forbidden. Now, here's the deal. Abaye holds yadayim. Even your daim shein machiras have your daim, so it is a yad. If you epis you swung, you, you, you might have tried to check your swing, 
of the Maisa, you start to move in the bat. According to Abaye, it, it should be valid. Why, if you don't say a lie, is it not valid? Why are you shaking your head? Because a lie is the ikter part of the phrase. Hare Zeh, Okay. Could, Could be, be anything. anything. A lie has, okay. has to do something with my relationship to it. Okay. So Rabbi Rabinsky is saying because a lie is what's connecting you to it. And I'll say valid. But let's. But why else would somebody say, behold this? Ah, hare Zeh. What else do you say, Hare Zeh, if not for another? Behold, it's a beautiful day. This is, uh, this, uh, this is what I want. No, keep, for my okay. Behold, this is what I want. Okay. Good. Listen to Gemara's answer. You're right. The Gemara's going to say what we're saying. And the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Because Hare Zeh, if you say Hare Zeh, a lie, that's a common expression of carbon. Yeah. But if a person says Hare Zeh, or a carbon, and therefore it applies to another. So as the Gemara is about to tell us, a person, if, and without saying a lie, he might mean harezet sedaka. That's going to be one example. It could be anything. It could be anything. Like Mamish, like we're saying, let's read this inside. Let's learn this together. Amr l'chabai, is going to respond, no question on me when a person says harezet. Time of Amr l'chabai, that's the reason why you have to say a lie for it to be forbidden. Avol Amar harehu, but if you only say harehu, v'lai Amar alai, and you don't say a lie, the, um, then it's still allowed because harehu de hefker harehu did stuck a kamar. All you're saying is, behold this is hefker. Behold this tzedaka shkayich. That's it. If you but once you, the same thing is once you say halai, not only are you connecting yourself to it, you've gotten too far into your swing of of a carbon expression for you to be able to back out and say no 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 no. Fine. So we tried challenging Abaye, and Abaye responds and says, "There's no there's no knock on me." Says the Gemara of Abneshu Yad the Karp and Katani. But here's the Gemara. The Gemara says you're putting yourself into a catch 22. Because the Bryce says the reason why it's going to be valid is because it's a Yad the Karban. And if Harehu or Harezeh is also a partial declaration of a Karban, if it is part of the words, granted it can mean something else, but a Yad is a Yad, Abaye. You say, Abaye, you hold Yadayim, even though they're Ainamai Chichas, having Yadayim. So make up your mind. So the Gemara says no. Ella Ema, rather, or Abai is going to say is time of Domar Alai who also for Chaveri Mutter. Avraham Arei who Shnei Masur the Domar Arei who Kaktish Kamer. Yeah, very simple. Says Abai. I say, listen. If I say Harei Zeh, even if you're even if you're going to listen closely, even if you're going to say your Daim Shem Mechis Gosabli Daim, you're going to tell me it is a Yad on who? On who? You're going to forbid it on me? No, it's a Yad for a general Neder. A general neder is not necessarily going to be on me. Maybe it's hareze. Maybe this is, well, if I don't say a lie, this is forbidden for you to benefit from. That's another type of neder. Not necessarily is every time a person makes a neder, is it going to be on me? It might be on something else. It might be on Hector, so on and so forth. Okay, beautiful. So the bottom line is, we tried challenging Abaye, who all your dime, shame, dime, with the brysa of hareze, harehu, and Abaye wiggles out. Okay, we're going to try to challenge Abai one more time. Here we go. Meisvei, they asked another challenging question. Again, partial expression, a yad, a handle of an expression. Abai says it, it, it's, uh, it's impactful and it's, it's, a vow, it's a vow. We're going to challenge that. Rubble argues and we're going to challenge Abai. Meisvei, that's a challenging question. Somebody said, uh, let's introduce this. Okay. A carbon chatas, a sin offering, or a carbon asham, which is a different type of an offering that's brought for a sin. All right? Who decides I'm obligated to bring a chattas or an asham? Who decides? You do. 
Yeah. Or whatever it says in the Torah. Do I need to bring one? Do I not need to bring one? Do you bring a sin offering as a nadava, as a pledge? No. I pledge to God I'll bring a sin offering. There's no sin. There's no sin. Yeah? What is that? Like? No, he's he's pledging to do a sin. So pledging to do a sin. <laughs> it's kind of like the guy in yeshiva who, who got knast $5 for coming late to chakras. He tells the Rebbe, gives him a 10, tell him to keep the change. <laughs> it's for tomorrow. Right? <laughs> it's for tomorrow's lateness. But, uh, but be it as it may. So... Uh, you don't bring a carbon chatas. You have to learn the tricks. You don't bring a carbon chatas as a pledge offering. A chatas is brought if you're obligated to. All right. What if somebody says about an animal, makes a statement, hare zu chatas, hare zu asham. Let's say you have no obligation to bring a carbon chatas. Do you have to bring it as a carbon chatas? No. Yeah, it's not. You didn't say anything. You can't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It gives over no kedusha. Gives over no kedusha. Like nothing happened. Okay. Now, if you chayev a chatos, you could say this is going to be the animal that I plan on bringing as machatos. So that is a right? Yeah, that would say that would say I'm placing I'm placing on this specific animal. But to just go ahead and say, oh, I'm creating a chatos obligation. There's no way, no way, no how. It doesn't work. All right, so that's what this Bryce is going to get into, and ultimately we're going to use this halacha to challenge Abaye as we will see. So Mesve, they asked the challenging question. Harezu chatas, huh? That was the introduction. Yeah, good chatas. Just introduce the halacha. If somebody says, behold, this is a chatas. Harezu asham, behold, this is a asham. Afa pishu chayev chatas v'asham. Even if you're already chayev, a karban chatas or an asham, lai amar klum, you didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. Wow. Yeah? Why? Listen to this. Here's the chat. Because you are not the one doing this. You're making it sound like you're the one creating the chatas and the asham. Since you're the one making it sound like you're creating the chatas and asham, you're not saying nothing. Understand? It's already created. You're not the one creating it. So since part of your statement is mishigas, the whole thing's mishigas. However, what if he says, Harezu chatosi? This is going to be, this is the second example we give. This is going to be my animal to bring as a carbon chatos. Harezu ashami. This is going to be my asham animal to bring. If you already have a pre existing obligation, so now we'll say, okay, you're designating this specific animal as your carbon. Otherwise, no. Otherwise, not. This is an upslog on Abaye. Why? Because Abaye says when you have an unclear partial statement, it's effective over here. We said that if somebody says, this is my chatas, it's not valid at all. Why? It's a partial statement. Let it be a partial statement. Even, and we said, even if you're already in the in a karbachat, that's not going to be valid. We're asking, why is it not going to be valid? Again, you're obligated you said, this is, the, this is a chatas. You didn't say, it's my chatas that I'm going to bring. You didn't clarify your statement. Since you didn't clarify your statement, you said nothing. Why? It should be considered like a partial statement. To which Abayi responds, and now we're going to go, going to go back to tom- yesterday's daf, at the end and the top of today's daf. That's why. Now here's the problem. Abai says, I don't hold like Rabbi Huda. 
Except, here's the issue we're about to ask us. Yesterday you said you did. Yesterday you said you fit in Rabbi Huda and the Chum. Says Gemara, but Abayi said on the bottom of, of yesterday's daf, <coughs> I know Damir, if you're Rabbi Huda, I could fit in with Rabbi Huda. Don't tell me that's Rabbi Huda and he's not following you. Hey, can't dance at two chasas at the same time. To which the Gemara says, to which the Gemara says, Hadar Bey. I love this. Not like a politician. Hadar Bey. Huh? I changed my mind. Beautiful answer. You know what? I thought something yesterday, and now I'm a day smarter. No. There's a reason why the Gemara writes it like this. To let us know we're allowed to be a day smarter and change our mind. Abai originally thought he, he stimmed, he worked out well with Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon. And now, he, after learning this, this uh, b'risa, he realized that, no, that's following Rabbi Yehuda. And I obviously uh, cannot be consistent with Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. So now... Now, what? No politician's ever going to say that I'm wrong, right? You just try to jump around the question. But the Talmud Chacham admits he's wrong. Not, not wrong. He changed his mind. Different approach now. Now, if the Gemara is now, what the Gemara is going to do is say, if Abaye doesn't agree, if Abaye doesn't work with Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanan, and he only works with the Rabbanan, yesterday we said, on the bottom of, of yesterday's daf, we learned that Rava also tried stimming with both. So if Abayi is not going to stim with both, does that mean Rava doesn't either stim with both? Mm. Says Once we were backing out and saying Abaye doesn't work with Rabuda's opinion, does that mean that Rava only works with Rabuda's opinion? Or can he even work like the Chachamim, like he said yesterday? And the Gemara is going to say, Rava can still feel, fit like both. Just because Abai doesn't fit with both opinions, doesn't necessarily say anything about Rava. Amar lach Rava. Rava's going to say to you, I know Damri Afil Rabbanon. My opinion goes even according to the opinion of the Rabbanon, of, of Yadayim, Yashayim Mechichas Havidayim. Al-Kam, like Amar Rabbanon, like Be'inin Yadayim Mechichas. Where the Rabbanon say, you do not need Yadayim Mechichas in order to be effective? Al-Gabi Get. That's specifically by Get. Why? Can you divorce somebody else's wife? Can you divorce a woman who's not your wife? No, you go and divorce your wife. It's only it's only lady. So they ain't When it comes to a get, a person can't divorce his friend's wife. It's obviously your own wife. So, but in general, you do need your daimechiches. Meaning, by get, and you don't need to be so clear. The rabbanon will agree with that that it's going to be effective. And says Rava, I'll agree with that. You don't need to be so clear. Even if a partial yad, I'll agree. Have a damn why? You said to your wife, you wrote to your wife, you know what's happening here. It's very clear. You're talking about this woman and you want this, this way of effectiveness. You're writing it. You, you don't, you, you know, it's, it's coming about through, uh, it's being written on a parchment. It's not coming out any other way. But in general, by regular halachas of Nadarim, you would need to be more specific. Fine, period. So very simple. The Gemara says, Rava could still fit with both opinions. And Abaye does not fit with both opinions. Abaye works only like only like the Rabbanon and not like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, period. Let's take a step back. Bottom line is, we started out today's daf challenging Abaye's opinion of Yedaya Mechichais with the words Harezu Alai. Abaye wiggled out of that question. We tried challenging him from the law from the Mishnah of Chatas and Osham, and Abaye wiggled out of that question as well. So. Abai and Rava, each of these Amiram are still entitled to their opinions. Their machleka stands. We have no proof either way. And now we have completed that topic, that sugya. Okay. Of vows. Remember, they were talking about vows. By Nidarim, by a vow, and you have a yad, a partial statement, 
that's not muhach, there's no real clarity to it, whether it's considered a handle or not. So if I were to ask you, what's the halacha? The answer is, Period. Now we're going to turn to Ahmed Beis. And Ahmed Beis, we're going to get on to specifically, um, well, we're going to focus on two different shilas, two different shilas. We're also partial statements, separate from neder, but we want to know whether these partial statements are effective. Okay. So one's going to be Kedushin, another one's going to have to do with setting aside a corner of your field as paya. Okay? Because paya can really be a, from an entire field. There's no amount to paya. So we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll see when we get to that. That's going to be towards the middle of the Amr. Fine. Now, this next Shaila is going to be, what about a partial statement of Kedushin? And let's introduce a quick introduction. Again, just what the Gemara is going to say. So, in general... In order for a man to marry a woman, there's three ways to acquire a woman with value, with a document, or, or a bia, marital relations, intercourse. L'shem Kedushin, for the purpose of Kedushin. Okay. With the intent of Kedushin. Let's stick with money. Alright? Let's stick with money. Nowadays, what happens at a chippah? Under a chuppah, a husband puts a ring on the wife's finger and he says, Harriet... Mikudeshesli. Harriet's married to me. With this ring, Kadas Mai should be Israel. According to the laws of Bajlan. Okay. Fine. So that's why everybody's married to Harriet. All right. So here we go. What happens if he says a partial statement? Now let me ask you a question. How do you make a partial statement? Who? What? Okay. So Gemara's going to say it like this. Ready? Here's the example the Gemara is going to give. You ever heard of Me Too? So a husband says to, he's standing under the chuppah. He says to a woman, And there's another woman next to her. And he says, and you too. She says, me too? She says, you too. You're also married to me. Did he say to the second woman, behold, you're married to me? No. He said, Behold, I'm married to you. And he says to the other woman, and you. He didn't say a whole statement to her, but it's pretty clear. It's a dying partial statement. You know, you know where he's going with this. You know what's happening. Now, obviously, she has to accept the condition. She has to want. There has to be, right? You can't get married to somebody against their will. But that's, uh, you know, two women wanted to marry him. So that's how, uh, you know, that, that would be an example. That's the example that we're going to give in the Gemara. So here we go. By Rav Papa, Rav Papa asked a Shaila, a question searching for information. Yesh Yad Kedushin Eilei. Is there Yad Kedushin? Is there a partial statement going to be valid when it comes to Kedushin or not? Says Gemara, Hechi Dami, where can you have a partial statement of Kedushin? Either with Dhamma Lalisha, if the case is where you say to a woman, Behold, you're married to me. The Omar Lechaberta. And then he says to his friend, the Atnami, and you too. Well, Pshita, of course that works. Why? Now we're assuming he gave a ring to both. Right. He gave, he has to, it has to be, he gave some sort of value to these, each woman. Hainu Kedushin Atzman. Says the Gemara, that's not even called Yadis. Listen to this. You say to the woman, you too. You, that's clear pretty clear. Tani Gezer, a partial statement. Built into those two words is the whole. But the Mazuki, that's why it should be Israel. You too, me, you also. 
built into that little bit, that little seed of, of words is everything. Ditto. Right, ditto. Ella, going So what's the case you got this? So here's the case. Says the Gemara. You say to one woman, You don't say and you also. You say to the second woman, and you. Because it could also mean, and, not, and you not. Oh, so what does and you mean? Me, I mean, do we say, You are the same as what I'm saying to the other one. But then, on what, uh, what's allowing Kedushin to happen? Or maybe, Maybe he's asking, maybe he's asking there as a question. Right? And he says, maybe you'd think about it. And then Kedushin is not going to work on her. That's the Shaila. You say it like this, it's like Yeshiva Shireid, right? No, no, you're also interested in marrying me. No, but no. Right? There's a lot of meanings to no. If I say no, it's no. No, huh? Well, no can mean no, go on. Like, what's taking so long, you know? No can mean pass the salt if you just washed, <laughs> you know? No, no. No, no means be quiet. Stop making so much noise while everybody just watching. No, and you can mean a lot of things. It's, it's, uh, it's quite powerful. So he says, the art, and you, you know, the art, you know, so it, it's, it's a yad because it's really not so clear as to what's happening. Okay, so that's sort of Papa's shaib. When we buy Nidorim by a vow, we find Machlaika Sabai and Rava. <clears throat> what's going to be the halacha by Kedushin? Now that we've clarified the question, when he says to one woman, Behold, you're married to me and you. What does and you mean? Says the Gemara, Umimi boyle the Rav Papa. Does Rav Papa have a question about this circumstance of the at? Before we get to the answer, we're going to wonder whether it's a, uh, he's really unsure about this. But since Rav Papa says, Dabaye, Misa Vashmuel, Doshmuel, really hold your daim, Shein Machichai Savon, your daim, Michlal, this really, the Rav Papa, the Yeshla Kedushin. When he challenged Dabaye, and he says, Do you say Shmuel holds that it's Havon Yadaim? It means, according to him, he holds that Taka is Kedushin. Yeah? If he, if he already knew that Yadais creates Kedushin, so why would he ask this as a question? The Gemara says, Chada Migoi, Chada Migoi, Mai Disrealy, the Shmuel, Amal Yadabai. No. Rav Papa himself didn't know, but he was letting him know that in Shmuel's opinion, <laughs> well, we know what the Allah is. Okay, bottom line is, does Rav Papa have a shayla? Yeah. Rav Papa's unsure when it comes to the laws of marriage what Yadais would be. If you have a partial statement where you say to one woman, behold, you're married to me, and you turn to the woman next to her, and you say, and you? Rav Papa's asking, and she accepts money, after he says, and you, right? Your Papa says, was that intended for marriage? Or do we say, listen, uh, maybe he was uh, just questioning whether she's interested. Right? Unsure. Unsure whether it's valid. But he was Megala his das when he gave the money to her. And she was Megala her das when she accepted it. That the and you meant for Kedushin. But the Yadayim, that was, was Damuchach. At the time of the giving over has to be the Kedushin. It can't be afterwards where it's, it's revealed. You can't give a woman money and then afterwards say, oh, by the way, it was the shame Kedushin. No, no, but she says, and new. And, I mean, and you. And then he, he yeah. gives her the money. So that shows... That's, that's, if you walk Yadayim over to a woman, you say nothing. You hand her money. 
And he'd be like, oh yeah, we both knew it was the no, same no, no, condition. No, Okay, so is it enough? So va'ate, you know, the mice say it's nami. We know, but va'at we don't know. Okay, so buyer of papa, papa asks another shaila. So we don't know yet what the answer is by kedushin. Buyer of papa, but papa asks another shaila about yada's partial statements. Yesh yad lepeya, ayin yad lepeya. Is there a valid partial statement when it comes to setting aside a corner of your field? For peya or not. Okay? Now, let, says the Gemara to clarify. First, let's, let's teach the halacha of peya. Every Jew living in Israel who owned the field was obligated to give to the poor leket, shikha, and peya. Fallen grain, forgotten grain, and the corner of the field. What's considered the corner of the field? There's really no specific amount that's listed in the Torah. Not only that, the corner of the field doesn't even need to be in the corner. Okay? It's an example of where it was, but you could leave peya in any part of your field. All right? So when a person makes a declaration connected to peya, do we say that um, a a partial declaration, is that partial declaration going to be valid or not? Okay? Says the Gemara, what's the case? Ilema, if you're going to tell me the Amar, where the guy says, Hadin Ogya, this row, Lahave Peya, should be Peya. Mm-hmm. He looks at one row and he says, This row is Peya. And then he looks at another row and he says, Vahadin Nami, and this too. This too. This too. Okay? Says the Gemara, Hay Peya Mal Yasahim. Same as the you said by marriage. No. This, you, you said, This row is Peya, and that too. So he said very clearly that the second row is going to be Peya. It's awesome. Okay? Key kami boy, like it's all part of the same sentence, right? Yeah, exactly. So there is clarification. You know exactly what he meant. It's not even a yad. It's not considered a partial statement. Key kami boy, like so. Where where's the shaila? Where's the question? Kigain, for example, the amar vihadain. Somebody, the, the guy says this row is peya and this, not and this also. He says and this. He's like starting a new statement. Vilay amar nami. He didn't say this too. He said. This, my, what's the halacha? Maybe he meant, and this is hektish. Maybe he meant, and this is hefker. He meant, and this is uh, going to be a prize for my daughter. What, what does, and this means? Okay, so that's where Rav Papa wants to know, what's the halacha? Where a person says, this row is peya, and this. Says Gemara, kula Now, you could, you could be mechlal, you could infer that if somebody says my entire field is peya, have a peya, it's going to be peya. Okay? Meaning that if you don't say this one specifically, it's going to come out that maybe he's looking, let's say he's looking at the rest of the field, and he says, and this, <laughs> does that mean that the whole field is now peya? Is that, what, is that what's happening over here? Tomorrow says, yeah, that's what would happen, and we'd have the same shaila of uh, Tanya, because we learned in a brisa. Uh, minayin, uh, minayin. From where do we know? Lost the yeah. Minayin. Shem writes Elias is called Sadeu Peya. How do you know if a person wants to make his entire field Peya? I say he could do so. Turn your whole field into stocko. You could do Tamulemar Paasotcha. The corner of your field. So now the question is: Me, I mean, do we say Kivan to Iskish to Carbonais? Since Peya is similar to Carbonais. 
Ma carbonis yeshlehem yad, just like carbonis we said, a partial. Now, how do you know pay is like a carbon? We're a bit, we'll, we'll show in a moment. We'll, so then we'll say, just like carbonis have yadais, as we said earlier, af peya yeshlehad. I don't maki iskish, the balta akhru diskish. Maybe peya and carbonis are only compared as far as the halacha of you're not allowed to push off peya. Right later than the young Taivim, the same the, the Shalashogalim, same way you're not allowed to push off a carbon that you're obligated to bring. So that's going to be our Shaila. Now, before we clarify the second Shaila, the Gemara is about to clarify, let's understand why Rav Papa has to ask these two questions. Remember, Rav Papa asked a question about Kedushin first. What's happening is, we know there's certainly a rule of Yados. By nether. How do we know that? Lidar nether. That was beginning, right? The beginning of our Masechta. Lidar nether. We know there's Yadais, it's going to include Kinoi, and it's going to include, and it's going to include Yadais. That's for sure. So Rav Papa was asking, do the Halachas of Kedushin connect to nether? And we haven't found a connection. Over here, what's unique is, when he's asking the second Shaila about Peah, he wants to know whether Peah is connected to nether, because... Peya has a hekish to carbonis, and carbonis come about through nether. Okay? Now, how do you know that Peya is connected to carbonis? Now, we're asking like a, uh, a unique question. It says more of a hecha iskish. Where do you have a hekish between, uh, between Peya and carbonis? Titania, we learned in the Brisa, top of tomorrow's daf, it says, Me'imach, when it's going to be from you, Zelek, you should leave from yourself, from your field. This is referring to Leket Shekha and Peya, which connects, uh, we have a Hekish between, uh, between uh, Karbon, Kidarsh, Yudjerus, Amikachi, Imach, Rashi says on, on top. And uh, so we have a Hekish between Peya and Karbonis. And the same way we have Yodais by Karbonis, maybe we should say you have the same thing by Peya. This is why our Papa is asking again to clarify a second question. Because here by Peah specifically, we find a connection to something that's connected to a nether. And therefore, maybe there's a greater reason. I don't know yet what's going to be by marriage, by Yodos of Kedushin. But even if you're going to tell me an answer by Kedushin, Peah might have a different answer. Because there's a greater connection to Yodos, i.e. there's a Hekish to sacrifices. Okay. Says the Gemara Viter. Yeah, let's go another uh, couple minutes if that's okay. Yeah, Says the Gemara. Yesh, now we don't have an answer. Keep in mind, the whole Amud right, the we had the whole Amud was two Shilas of Papa: a Shila about marriage and a Shila about about um, about pay. About pay. So pay is unresolved. Says, uh, still unresolved. So for right now. Says the Gemara also, Yesh Yad Litztaka, Ayyad Litztaka. Same Shila that we're going to have when it comes to Tzedakah. Person setting aside charity, for example. Hechi Dami, what's the case? If the case of setting a, of your statement about charity is, Haldane, Zuza, let's talk. A person says, this money is going to go to Tztaka, Bahadainami, and this, and this also. Let's talk Atzmahi, same statement we said before. That's clear cut Tzedaka. Yeah, it's like a full statement locked up in those two words. You too, right? Ella, rather, the Shaila is, Kigayin da Amar, Haldane. You said, this money's Tzedaka. And this. Vlayamar Navi didn't say and this also. My, what's the Allah by Tzedakah? Hadein Nami Tzedakah, or do I mean to say this is also Tzedakah? Idoma, or maybe, no. My, uh, Vahadein, what do you mean and this? And this is going to be used for breakfast. This is going to be used for uh, taxes. 
The Dibur Hu Dvayaske, he never finished his statement. The guy, he, he, he lost his train of thought. Yeah? So, so me, I'm Rina, and do we say, Kivan Diskish Lekarbana? He said, Siddhaka is also, we find a connection to Karbana is where it says, Dechsev Beficha, that comes out of your mouth. How do you dedicate something as charity? Using your mouth. How do you make something into a pledge of a Karban? Your mouth. Zutstaka, Makarban is Yeshliyad, Afstaka Yeshliyad, Aidoma, Levalt Akludishkish, same thing we said by Peya. Maybe it's just that you're not allowed to push off giving your tzedakah. If a person sets aside money for tzedakah, they, uh, they're not allowed to go after a specific amount of time. They can't go after the shalish, wait three years ago, and before handing over the tzedakah, the same way you're not allowed to wait by karbonis. So right now we have three questions. Now we're not done. We're going to keep going with questions. We're going to hold it here for today, but let's just quick, give a quick, okay, we're pretty much straightforward. We, Rav Papa's unsure. We know there's Yadais by Neder. We want to know, is Neder a source for other places? Number one, we want to know whether it's a source for marriage. Number two, we want to know whether it's source for pay. Partial statement of pay. Number three, we want to know whether it is a partial source for tzedakah. And number four, Bezram, we will get to tomorrow when we're going to see. It has to do with making something hefker. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Uh, tomorrow, Bezram, what's today? Uh, Monday. Monday, wow. Okay, Bezram, we'll see everybody tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Hopefully from Yerushalayim. I get the nacht.